Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. It's always a joy and a privilege to share with you God's message of hope. And I truly believe this from the bottom of my heart that you guys have been so such a blessing to my life, to this ministry. I mean, people from all over the world are tuning in to listen to little old me. <laughs> Believe it or not, they're listening. Their their lives are being changed. They're actually are applying God's word to their daily lives. And that just excites me because that's the goal. That's the mission. That's the objective is to apply God's word to your daily life. I'm reminded of the scripture, um, I believe it's in the book of James chapter 1 verse 22. It says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, because you simply deceive yourself when you don't do the word, but you just hear it and don't apply God's principles to your everyday life. So I'm just excited. I want you guys to really sit down, find a comfortable place, whether it's at your house, whether it's in your car, whether you're on your break at work, <laughs> wherever you are. Just take a few minutes and just listen to this episode that I believe the Lord is going to bless us with that's really going to minister to our very soul. Amen. So let's get into today or tonight's episode. So people of God, one of the areas I believe that we as believers that we um, struggle with, you know, we wrestle with like a tug of war, uh, we grapple with is simply we as a society as believers, we don't quite see ourselves as important or valued in our society. It's true. The way we walk through life and live life, sometimes you can see it on our very continents. We can, you can see it in our eyes. You can see it in our actions. You can feel it in our emotions. We don't quite feel valued or we don't really see ourselves that we're really contributing to society. I mean, we have great admiration for others and that's all right. That's all right to celebrate individuals who are pursuing their goals and dreams. Who is making a difference in the world are the ones who are not afraid to fail. The ones that are actually changing the narrative of our world are the ones who have a courageousness to them that they will not be denied because they realize that they have something value to share with others. Listen, people of God, people who know their purpose, they actually are touching other people's lives. People who understand that their gift that was given to them by God needs to be 
demonstrated, needs to be shared with the whole world. Because in order for this world to really shine, we have to have individuals who will be willing to make a difference in our world. You see, you have to understand that inspiration and courage is something that needs to be shared amongst every person on this planet. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, with God, all things are possible. So you see, people of God, success just can't be measured by what you see on television. Would you agree with that? Success, real success can't be measured by what you see on the television screen or witness on the internet or viewed on all of the social platforms that are out here in our world. Because the reality is many of these images are just that. Images, facades, computer enhanced images. <laughs> and its main objective is to glisten and, and shine, but doesn't really carry any weight. It's fool's gold, cubit zirconium, smoke and mirrors, a sleight of hand, if you will. But we have to realize that God has given us so much that we need to invest our gifts to our family and our friends, to those who are in darkness, to those who are struggling in this life to the person who's having a hard time in life. And you, many of you guys know there are some people that you know just right around the corner where you live are struggling in life. They're ready to give up. They're, they're ready to throw in the towel. What we have, people of God, is an inheritance created by God for us not to only to enjoy and live life with, but to pass this inheritance for those who are spiritually broke, spiritually malnourished, in need of assistance, not tomorrow, not next year, not 10 years from now, but right now. Now, this is scripture in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 11 through 14. It talks about. In him, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works, not some things, but he works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. Because in him, you also, when you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who was the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Understand this, people of God. This word inheritance is usually associated with material possessions. <laughs> Someone passes away 
you inherit their goods, their material possessions. But there is another kind of legacy that's even more valuable. This inheritance that I'm talking about, it comes straight from the throne of God. And this inheritance has so much more substance, even though it can't be seen, can't be counted, <laughs> and it certainly can't be measured. It's the most priceless gift that you can pass on to everybody that you come in contact with. I'm talking about a spiritual inheritance, inheritance which money can't buy and death can't take away. You see, unlike an earthly inheritance that's passed on after death, a spiritual inheritance is imparted over the course of a lifetime. And this is done through godly words and actions. Somebody say with me, godly words and actions. I want to say that one more time. Godly words and actions. Oftentimes we do believe in the Lord. We believe in Jesus. We believe that there is a God. But our words, our actions, our deeds does not line up with God's truth. And so you're wearing the cubic zirconium. You're putting on a facade. You're not really being authentic to God. You are being accepted by the world because all of us want validation. But the reality is we have to get back centered focused on what God has given us. He's given us an inheritance. He's given us something that money can't buy and death can't take away. Now there's a uh, euphemism, an adage that simply says, actions speak louder than words. You see, from the moment a child is born, Parents have the opportunity to pour themselves into that young child, that young man, that young woman. But you have to understand, people of God, you cannot give what you do not have. <laughs> I want to say that one more time. How can you give something? How can you invest in something when you don't have the inheritance? Maybe you're choosing another way to live. And God has given us value. He's given us himself through Jesus Christ. And so in order to really invest into others, we have to get back to the basis, basics and say, God, I surrender all. I want everything that pertains to, to uh, life and godliness. I want to receive from your from heaven, I want to receive everything that you want to bless me with. This is why born-again believers should develop their own spiritual lives first so they can be able to impart to those who are willing to make the necessary change in order to really live life to the fullest. Proverbs, the 20th chapter and the 21st verse tells us, an inheritance gained hastily 
in the beginning will not be blessed in the end. I want to read that verse one more time. An inheritance gained hastily by methods that does not jive with God. And you could be successful in the beginning. It could appear that you're doing so well in the beginning, but it's done hastily. In the end, it will not last and it will not be blessed in the end. So you say, hey, Pastor Phil, what is a godly inheritance? <laughs> I'm glad that you asked. Simply put, it's simply accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. <laughs> that's simple. You say, well, Pastor Phil, that's it. I believe in Jesus. Well, you believe in Jesus, but you're not willing to receive God, his inheritance for your life. You haven't given up all of your life to him in order for him to impart into you this godly inheritance. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And having access. See, when you say yes to God, when you say yes to his will. You have to understand that you have, you have total access to heaven, to the things that resides in heaven and everything in heaven that pertains to life and, and godliness, life more abundantly. God, through all the means that he has given us, everything that he has given us, the tools, he has given us tools to effectively live life on purpose. And that's the inheritance that he wants to impart into us. And once we receive this inheritance of all the tools necessary in order to overcome the things of this world, we'll be so satisfied with life. We'll be so fulfilled in life because we finally said yes to Jesus. When you are grounded in his truth, when you understand how to defeat the enemy, and to be able to just give all of your troubles, casting all of your cares upon him because he cares about your well-being. These are the things that we have in us that's more valuable than the things of this world. More valued than material things. So we have to understand God wants to give you everything that will help you live this life in a fulfilling way. Now, there's a scripture also in 2 Timothy, um, the first chapter, verses 1 through 7. And it simply says, from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, to promote the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. Now, this is a letter that that it was for Brother Timothy. He says, To Timothy, my dear child, young man, grace, mercy, and peace from the God, the Father, and Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm grateful to God, whom I, whom I serve with a good conscience, as my ancestors did. I constantly remember you in my prayers 
day and night. And you can see the Apostle Paul has invested in Brother Timothy. He has understood that he has a calling on his life. He understands that it's so important to pray for people who are trying to grow up in the faith. So he says, I constantly remember you in my prayers day and night. When I remember your tears. Oh, see, this is what I'm talking about. Brother Paul, the Apostle Paul, is investing in time for this young man. He remembered the tears that Timothy was crying when he was struggling through life. This is the investment that you have to make in order to help people overcome their difficulties or challenges in life. He says, I remember your tears and I long to see you so that I can be filled with happiness. <laughs> the blessing comes is when you invest so much time and effort into others, you look forward to what the Lord will do for these individuals. And verse five says, I'm reminded of your authentic faith which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. Ah, so now we see the grandmother and the mother investing their valued gift that was given by God into this young man named Timothy. And now we understand that Timothy has become part of God's Holy Bible. He was being used by God, but he was being taught by the Apostle Paul and by the grandmother Lois and by the mother Eunice. It goes on to say, I'm sure that this faith is also inside you. And because of this, I'm reminding you to revive God's gift that is in you. Through the laying on of my hands. <laughs> I want to read that verse one more time. It says, I'm reminding you to revive, to stir up the gift that's inside of you through the laying on of my hands. I want you to not just sit down on what God has given. I want you to stir up that gift. I want to, I want you to revive the gift. I want you to, to stop allowing the enemy to try to control your emotions that that thing that thing that the enemy tries to do to try to really contain you that won't allow for you to expand what God has given you the apostle paul simply says to timothy and to us it's time to revive God's gift that is in you. And when you say yes to the Lord, he will revive your gift. He will show you how valued you really are because he has placed the gifts from heaven inside of you to be successful and to excel in life. Because in verse seven, it says, God didn't give us a spirit that is timid but one that is powerful, loving, 
and self-controlled. Isn't it a powerful passage of scripture? And in this passage of scripture, Timothy is a wonderful example of someone who was blessed with such a treasure. Not only did Paul invest in Timothy when he was a young lad, his mother and his grandmother shared their faith and knowledge of all the scriptures that they knew and they gave it to him. And because of it, he had a firm foundation. Somebody say foundation to stand on when he was called into the ministry. We have to understand that we need to recognize and realize that we have to have a firm, strong, solid foundation. And that foundation really has to do with investing time into what God has already given you. And when you do these things, God will make you so solid that even when the winds blow, even when troubles come your way, knocking on the door of your heart, you can overcome. You can stand the rain. You can deal with all of the drama. It's because now your foundation is solid. So, so basic components of a spiritual heritage or inheritance Simply put, you should want a desire to follow Jesus. John 12 and 26 says, whoever serves me must follow me. Wherever I am, there my servant will also be. My father will honor whoever serves me. You have to understand God will honor those who are following Jesus. That's powerful. That's what God has given us. You will be honored. You will be revered, not because of you, because of the God that's in you when you follow Jesus. John 8 and 12 says, Jesus is speaking. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me won't walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Oh, it's so powerful, people of God. You have to understand that, that this component of following Jesus will change the trajectory of your life. It will actually open up doors that appear to be closed. It will cause you to shine brightly because now you have the right component. You have the gift of inheritance. We also have to revere God's word when we understand of this inheritance. God's word is the treasure chest in order to open up the treasure chest chest, you have to open up God's word so you can study God's word. Now in um, Philippians, the fourth chapter in the ninth verse says that once you open up the treasure and apply what's in that treasure, which is God's word, Philippians 4 9 says, practice these things, whatever you learned, whatever you received, heard and saw in us. It goes on to say that God of peace will be with you. How many of you guys looking for peace? Peace that covers us. Peace 
that surpasses all of our understanding. It says in Philippians 4 and 6 or 4 and 7, it says it will guard your heart and mind. That's the best inheritance that you can receive. But you have to understand if you read that whole book of Philippians chapter 4, it talks about rejoicing and, and praying and giving things to the Father. And then God's peace will come in because now you're invested in the one who could provide the only thing in this world that you need is more of Jesus. Proverbs, the 16th chapter, the 20 verse, 20, 20th verse says, those with insight find prosperity. Those who trust the Lord are blessed because the most important thing in life is to learn how to listen to God. I mean, since he can't be perceived by our physical senses, we must be taught. We, mean, we must be taught and we must listen to what the Lord wants to say to us. He is also in this inheritance given us the pattern of obedience. The pattern of obedience. The reality is the best way to teach obedience is by modeling obedience. This means we must let Everybody know when our actions are done out of submission to God. Living in obedience also requires that we must admit those stupid mistakes, <laughs> those silly mistakes, and explain why it was wrong for us to choose our own way instead of following the Lord. We have to continue to learn from both our successes and our failures. We have to understand this inheritance that I'm talking about, people of God, has to do with having that faith to conquer the trials of life. The greatest lessons we can learn in seeing Jesus handle the ultimate trials of life is actually studying God's word because of what he endured. People can learn how to trust him in times of need. In order to also understand our godly inheritance that we need to pass down to our friends, our family, our children, is that we have to have a forgiving heart. We must forgive in order for God to forgive us. We have to let go of the offense, not to forget it, but to let go of it. To say, God, I'm still bothered, but I'm going, I'm giving this this offense to you, I'm saying I'm going to forgive and I'm, I'm going to place this offense in your hands. And God takes that and he takes it and he gets rid of the weight so you can move forward in life. We have to live an orderly lifestyle and the only way you can do that is you have to apply God's word. We have to also have the heart to serve others. We have to serve people. We have to give. We have to make a concerted effort to make sacrifices from time to time in order for this inheritance to continue on from generation to generation. Lastly, we have to be givers. We have to have that generous hand 
Because we have a responsibility to show our family and friends how generosity works. Because it won't ever come naturally. <laughs> I am the tightest. I am a tightwad when it comes to money. You can ask my wife about this. The reality is, I finally learned over the years that giving ah, is such a blessing to give. But it doesn't come naturally. But when we share, people will understand the joy of giving and how God is always, he's always faithful to provide for those who are charitable towards other people. Now, Acts, the 20th chapter and the 35th verse says, In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remember the words of the Lord Jesus himself when he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. So people of God, listen, in closing, the Lord God has blessed us with so much. He really has. If you really think back over your life, over the 20 years, the 30 years, the 50 years, the 80 years of your life, you have to understand there's no reason to not pass these valuable tools to those who need it the most. God has spoken in his word that I will supply all of your needs according to my riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And he also knows that there is a greater inheritance that every believer will receive because as, because as ambassadors for Christ, let us, starting tonight or today, let's start right now, let's start sharing this gift to every person that needs the Lord the most. The scripture says, let your light shine and men will, will see God's light and will bring glory to his name. People of God, it's time to invest your godly inheritance. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for all your many blessings. I thank you for how you've been so good to us down through the years. And I ask in the name of Jesus, that you will continue to provide the needs that are necessary to help people throughout their life. Help us to realize that we are valued because you created us. You know all about us. You know what's in us. You know the greatness that you actually imparted into us. So help us, oh God, to see ourselves through your lens. Help us not to be so critical of ourselves, all the mistakes, all of the shortcomings, all of the inadequacies that we keep thinking about, the insecurities that keep rising its ugly head. I pray, oh God, that you would just help us to see that you want for us to be a blessing to others. You said that you, if we give, that we will receive. If we let go of what you've given us, it could change the whole world immediately if we just say yes to you and just trust you that what you put inside of us, your joy, your peace, forgiving power, saving power, healing power, you've given us the tools necessary in order to help those who need you the most. I thank you in advance for what you're going to do and to ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. And this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I am so grateful to God that you guys are just very supportive of Full of Life Ministries. I pray that God will continue to bless you and to keep you, to keep you in perfect peace because you have your mind on him. And if there's anything that we could do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate. Please don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. If you're ready to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please send us an email. Say, Pastor Phil, I've given my life to Jesus. And I'm not going back to that life that I used to live. I'm making him the Lord of my life. Please email us and just let us know so we can all celebrate in in your salvation. And please, people of God, please sow into this ministry, whatever the amount is, whatever the Lord has laid on your heart to give. We have a cash app, which is the dollar sign, full of life, and the last two letters are capitalized. SD. Please sow into this ministry. You can go to any of the platforms and you can give through the platforms, but we're here to try to make a difference in this world. We are believing God for a great 2022 year. Yes, COVID is running rampant and we have all these different things going on with our economy and there's wars going all across the world. And, and before I let you guys go, please continue to pray for the people of Ukraine. P- pray for their safety. Pray that you will pro- that God will continue to provide the food and the clothing and the shelter that they desperately need. Please, please, people of God, let us let all of us as believers pray for those individuals, those precious souls that are over there, over there right now in Ukraine. We believe in God that God is going to send peace and God's going to help these, these precious souls find safety. So please, this week, please continue to pray for the people of Ukraine. Pray for the people of Russia, because sometimes they're not even aware of what's going on. And I, I really don't believe that they're wanting war like the leader of Russia. I'm going to leave <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. But the reality is war only causes more damage and hurt and loss. And so the Bible talks about that in the last days there would be wars and rumors of wars. There would be pestilence in the land. All of this is part of God's word, but when we pray to the Lord, He is the only one that can bring harmony to this world. So people of God, I thank you for tuning in to Full of Life Ministries. Love you with the love of Christ. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.